0: Intelligent, conservative—the answer. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. So ready, but I stay, that for.
2: It's hump day. <laughs> <laughs> hump day. It's Hump Day. It's Hump Day. Hump day.
3: Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show on this hump day. How did y'all get over the hump today? You know how I did it? A little bit of self-flatulation, a little bit of self-torture by watching the Christopher Ray hearings. I'm glad that I did, though, because in spite of the fact that it is really political theater, It is actually important to know what is going on with the top law enforcement agency in the land and its collusion with the Department of Justice as it continues to be weaponized against the American people. Jim Jordan has come out and said that the takeaway is really how the the FBI is using our data. It's far deeper, far worse than that. He needs to keep rolling his sleeves up if that's his only takeaway from this hearing today. And I'm going to give you the highlights of what I think uh, stood out to me today. It's actually far more than I could get into in two hours. That's how wide and deep the corruption is. And my real takeaway is that the FBI needs to be completely dismantled brick by brick and have the duties spread out across this country using the U.S. Marshals. But we'll get into some more of those details as we go along. We do have other topics to get into with you guys tonight, including how the, how the California Democrats are supporting and enabling and helping child uh, and sex trafficking we've got that to get into tonight Biden is on back on the world stage how did he humiliate us today hmm, another day another humiliation <laughs> from Joe Biden but it could only and
2: don't forget we uh-huh. have more intelligence from Kamala
3: I was just gonna say but ho- hold up What's what was the saying that went around for, for a long time that uh, just when you think this person humiliated himself then this person over here says wait hold my beer we had a whole Emily Harris, hold hold my beer moment today uh, in terms of the it was it was a competition dueling banjos of idiocy today between the president of the United States and the VP. Uh, Justin uh, Hart, our good friend Justin Hart, will be with us at the bottom half of the of the hour to bring his wisdom into the story later on in the hour. We've got uh, financial thought doctor. It's hump day. That means financial thought doctor. Did you guys know he will be here second part of the hour? Where does San Diego rank in terms of rent? Did you guys know that we are third in the country now in price of rent in San Diego County? We've got that and other economic news to share with you guys next hour. Lots of ways you can be a part of the show. 888 344 1170. 888 344 1170. You can email me at AndreaCasio.com. AndreaCasio.com. We have A 24 hour hotline I'll give away a little bit later in the show. You already heard his voice. You know who's really the grease that keeps the Andrea K show rolling the grease that he has left over from frying up his tater skins. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins.
2: Speaking of Greece, we got mm-hmm. some great content for the show Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. Presidential candidate Larry Elder
0: booked on the show.
3: Awesome! We got lots of great guests coming up. So, you, you, whether and and meet, be sure you download our podcast, or make sure if you if you miss any part of tonight's show or any other shows coming up forward, make sure you know where to go ahead and download that AK podcast wherever you get your pods, and make, so you never miss a minute of the Andrea K. Show. Okay. Um, in general, before I start playing some clips, I thought the Republican Party did a really good job in today's hearing and calling Christopher Ray out. I did not go into the hearings today with an expectation that Christopher Ray was going to really admit to much. I didn't have any expectation that he would be honest. I knew that his role, his assignment was to continue to protect the Biden family, to continue to protect the institution that is whose sole function at this point is to cover up the crimes of the Democrats. Stop any opposition to the Democrats and their Marxist agenda. And he did everything that he could today in order to do that. A lot of people were commenting today about his arrogance. Um, that was to be expected. Uh, I, I really thought that he actually uh, made a lot of attempts to tamp down on that. I thought that they missed some points in terms of rebuttal to him. And I'll mention that a little bit as we go throughout uh, the topics tonight. Let's start, though, with Matt Gates. I think one of the things and of course, our man, uh, Andy Biggs, was trending today on Twitter. He was one of the standouts today as well. My standouts actually were Matt Gates, Congressman Andy Biggs and actually some Congress people that we really don't hear much about, including Congressman Wesley Hunt out of Texas, who was was I would have to give him my breakout star of today's hearings, as well as. Congressman Van Drew, I liked him, and Congressman Niels, as well as Congressman Tiffany. So we had some less than expected uh, breakout stars today. But let's start with Matt Gates, who uh, opened up his time with uh, just a brilliant maneuver on Christopher Ray. Clip three.
2: I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director?
4: I'm not going to get into
2: commenting on that. You you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens?
4: absolutely not the
2: fbi does not you won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown and everybody knows why you won't answer it because to to the millions of people who will see this they know it is and your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you
3: not inability, refusal to acknowledge that starts out. I'm not going to comment on that parodying the same thing that we heard from Jake Sullivan. The same thing that we heard from Corrine Jean-Pierre. You what I where I think Matt Gates should have gone from here is you have an obligation to answer. You have an obligation to comment. How many times did I hear today? This man being referred to as a public servant. He's supposed to be a public servant, but he is not serving the people. He's serving the Democrat Party. He's serving the corruption and continuing to further the corruption. He should have been arrested today for his obstruction of justice. This is the this is the top moment that we got today reading the text message. I thought it was brilliant that he read it. But, you know, because he entered it into the record and he got he, he obviously it shows the corruption on the part of Christopher Ray that he refused to comment on it. He was willing, oh, the FBI doesn't, that's a, he, Matt Gates should have said, that's crap. You're lying to me. Don't tell me that the FBI, what, what, what was he trying, the FBI does not, it has no interest in, that was a lie. It was an absolute lie. I'm glad that he opened that way. I did not feel like, and I, and, and I feel like one of the things that, that was difficult for me and frustrating for me with the, with the structure of the hearing today is it seemed as though everybody came, it was like divide and conquer. This congressperson is going to talk about this issue. This congressperson is going to talk about this issue. There wasn't as much. And because the time was so restricted, there wasn't enough follow up. I would have after after there was some crappy answers from him and, and and Gates's time was up. I would have followed up and said, "Excuse me, you telling Matt Gates you're not going to answer? Yeah, you're not going to comment? Should have piggybacked off one another. Should have piggybacked off of each other a little bit more. Why was Matt Gates the only one talking about these text messages? There should have been more follow up. Why? Why? Oh, uh, uh, you're refusing to comment. Why? Why don't you think you owe the American people? There's much more that he could have done with that particular uh, part of it because he there was no comments or questions about the plea deal that went on. There was a lot more. And I get it because uh, uh, there's so many layers, there's so many facets of the weaponization of the FBI, as well as the crimes that they've covered up. On behalf of the Clinton Foundation, Hillary Clinton, he was allowed to get away with the fact that when it came to Hillary Clinton, well, that was before me. Well, actually not. Statute of limitations hadn't run out. Not to mention that, that there was a continuation from Crossfire Hurricane fed into the phony, the insurance policy, which was the phony Russian collusion witch hunt. He was asked by one of the congresspeople, he was the only person that that, that this one congressperson, I think it was Mr. Tiffany, was the only one that asked the question, was Russian collusion a hoax? He was allowed to not answer the question. What he said was that Russia did attempt to interfere in the election. In fact, Trump even acknowledged that Russia interfered. That wasn't the question. The question wasn't whether or not Russia interfered in the election. The question was, did Trump collude with Russia? And he didn't. Never did. That should have been pressed further. He was allowed to weasel out with some of these bad answers. And he was allowed to get away with it. Somebody should have followed up. Somebody should have been there for the purpose of taking notes for his bad answers and then circling back later on it. There wasn't enough circling back. There was a lot of missed opportunities for him on the text messages that have now been revealed, the 1023, the bribery schemes, the money uh, that after it, where, why didn't Matt Gates follow up on the fact that after that text message went out, the next day, $100,000 showed up in in Hunter Biden's account, and that 10 days later, 10 days later, 5 million showed up. He was asked a question at one point about, did Joe Biden get any money from Burisma? That's an ongoing investigation. Well, it showed up in in his account. Clearly, it did. Whole lot of missed opportunities there. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into what uh, Jim Jordan said was the biggest takeaway for him, which had to do with the revelations today in the ways that, that our constitutional rights are being violated in cooperation with credit card companies. Bank of America. Stay tuned.
2: News, politics and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K Show. Continuing on with some of the hits, the highlights coming out of uh, this Ray hearing today. And I absolutely think, I know as much as we understand what a corrupt clump of cat litter this... Poor excuse of an American citizen, an FBI director is it's absolutely critical as an American that you understand the depths of the deep state and how they were working against us here, the how they are going after Americans. How they are using the U.S. government to target us is absolutely sickening and should put a chill up and down the spine of every American. Uh, before we move on, we've got one more clip from Matt Gates in which he is uh, talking to Christopher Ray about the more than one million illegal FISA queries to surveil Americans. Clip five.
2: How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI?
4: Well, there are reports that have come out with different
2: numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the inspector general? Uh, I'm, not,
4: I'm not sure. Actually, that's a... A correct characterization of the inspector general's
2: uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. The internet I, will remind you of that I, in moments. But but let let's now go to uh, what the, f- the court said. The court said it was over two hundred thousand that have occurred on your watch. W- w- do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment?
4: Again, I don't have the numbers. I sit here right now. What I can seems you- like a
2: number you should know. How many times the FBI is breaking the law under your watch? Is
3: that not a jaw dropping moment, or should be for the American people? At a minimum of 200,000 illegal FISA queries surveilling American citizens, between 200,000 and a million, one third of FISA queries are illegal. How was this man not arrested? He kept calling them compliance issues today. Compliance. No, these are criminal violations. This isn't just, you know, somebody's not following the employee handbook. Somebody's not cleaning up after themselves in the kitchen when they leave in dirty dishes. These are crimes committed against the American people. And yet the Republican Party still hasn't held him in contempt of Congress. He still hasn't handed over the F.D. 1023 form documenting the bribery schemes. Why was that not continued to be every time a Republican was given the microphone? They should have mentioned that they should have said, Christopher Ray, you should be under arrest right now for your obstruction of justice and for all the crimes that you have allowed to be committed against the American people. Absolutely despicable. You want to talk about some of the crimes against the American people? Dragging your credit card accounts without a warrant. He says, according to Chris Ferrey, it happens all the time. Here's clip four.
2: George Hill, former FBI supervisory intelligence analyst in the Boston field office, told us that the Bank of America, uh, with no legal process, was uh, gave to the FBI gun purchase records. Uh, with, with no geographical boundaries for anybody that was a Bank of America customer. Is that true?
4: Well, what I do know is that the, uh, a number of business community partners all the time, uh, including financial institutions, share information with us about possible criminal activity. And my did understanding is that that's fully lawful. In the did specific, you, did in you the ask specific for that information? Instance, In the specific instance that you're asking about, My understanding is that that information was shared with field offices for information only, but then recalled to avoid even the appearance uh, of any kind of overreach. But my understanding is that that's a fully lawful process.
2: Was there a warrant involved?
4: Again, my understanding is that the institution in question shared information with us, as happens all the time. Did you request
2: the the information?
4: I can't speak to the specifics.
2: Okay, well, we've got an email where it says the FBI did give the search queries to Bank of America, and Bank of America responded to the FBI and gave over this information without a search warrant. Do you believe there's any limitation on your ability to obtain gun purchase data or purchase information from people that, for people who aren't suspects from banks without well, a warrant?
4: Well, now you're now you're asking a legal question, which I would prefer to defer to the lawyers uh, since I'm not practicing as one right now, including the department. But what I will tell you, you've got to
3: stop it right there before my head blows off. Now you're asking a legal question, your job, you're the top law enforcement agency in the land, and you're trying to pretend that you don't know what the law is regarding warrants to gather information on people. It's our Fourth Amendment rights. How did they not stop this hearing today and say, you're under, this man needs to be put under arrest. This happens all the time. Oh, we're just gathering information. In other words, no probable cause whatsoever. They're just going and dragging information they are doing to every American out there. In this case, uh, Bank of America customers, what they've done to Trump, what they did to his associates, they're looking for anything that they can use. And it's dragging you, America. They're looking for anything that they can use to prosecute Americans. Oh, I have to refer to the attorneys. I'm not a practicing one right now. Why didn't this guy respond to him and say, what? what are you, why are you trying to refer me to an attorney? You don't know the law as it relates to your ability to perform law enforcement? You're the head of a law enforcement agency and you don't know the, the law? How does he get away with this crap? Here's Andy Biggs asking him, <sighs> got to calm down here. About whether or not there were confidential sources, do we have to, time for a two-minute clip before we get a go to break? Yeah, I want to play this clip. Uh, this is trending on Twitter. This is Andy Biggs asking about confidential human sources on January 6, clip 1.:
5: Former Capitol Police Chief Stevenson reported, uh, uh, reportedly has asserted that the protest crowd was filled with federal agents. Um, are you aware of his assertion?: I am not.) <laughs> Um, would you agree with him that it was filled with Federal agents on January 6th? I, I would really have
4: to see more closely exactly what he said and get the full context to be able to evaluate it.
5: How many agents were actually, uh, agents or uh, human resources were present at the Capitol complex in vicinity on January 6th? Well,
4: again, it's going to get confusing because it depends on when we, re- we deployed and responded to the breach. Uh, that occurred. How many were federal agents? Sure. Uh, Go, you know, yeah, you're talking.
5: You, 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 and you and I both know what we're talking. Different things here. And, and I, please don't don't distract here because we're focusing on the, those who were there in an undercover capacity on January 6. How many were there?
4: Uh, again, I, I'm not sure that I can give you that number as I sit here. I'm not sure there were undercover agents <laughs> uh, on you
3: scene.
5: Lying, Zach. I find that kind of a remarkable statement, Director. At this point, you don't know whether there were undercover federal agents, FBI agents, in the crowd or in the Capitol on January 6th.
4: I I say that because I want to be very careful. There have been a number of court filings related to some of these topics, and I want to make sure that I I, stick with what's in the
5: I I understand that. But I, I just, I thought I heard you say you didn't know whether there were FBI agents or informants or human sources in the Capitol or in the vic- in vicinity on January 6th. Did I misunderstand you? I thought that's what you right, said.
4: Well, I referred very specifically to undercover agents.
5: Yeah. And so are you acknowledging then there were undercover agents? I, I,
4: I, as I sit here right now, I do not believe there were undercover agents uh, on seat, Any at FBI assets? agents.
5: Did you have any uh, assets present that day? In the crowd.
4: When it comes to what you're calling assets or what we would call confidential human sources, sure. uh, that's a place where, again, I want to be careful, much as I said in response to an earlier question. Uh, there are court filings that I think speak to this that I'm happy to make sure we get uh, to you, assuming they're not under seal.
3: Um, and that
4: can better answer the question than I can as I sit here right now.
3: What a liar. Well, oh, the, uh, the theme today from him was, oh, I'll, I'll get back with you. No. Pleading ignorant. Oh, I don't know the answer to that. Why did they say to him, then you have no business being in the job? First of all, because you're, you're corrupt and a criminal. I'm so sick of hearing them. Thank you for being here. Jim Jordan was so obsequious today. Gateway Pundit has reported a dozens, if not hundreds of government operatives infiltrated the protest at the U.S. Capitol. 20 confirmed incidents and operations, dozens of feds, FBI agents, and state operatives who infiltrated the crowds on January 6th and uh, the U.S. Capitol and, uh, and led the protest. You can read all about it at a Gateway Pundit. Andy Biggs tweeted out today, FBI Re- Director Ray just told me he does not believe there are any undercover FBI agents in and around the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. This claim has already been debunked, including by the former U.S. Capitol Police Chief. Ray will be held accountable for this lie. I hope so, Congressman Biggs. And We're going to be asking you how next time you're on the show. We're going to take a break right now. We come back. Probably my, my breakout star of the day was Representative Wesley Hunt, former West Point grad today. Looking good in that suit, I might add. And uh, we're going to pick up this discussion with Justin Hart when we come back. Don't go anywhere.
2: Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show on this hump day. Glad to have you guys here with me. I've calmed down a little bit. I was getting all heated over this Christopher Ray testimony today, but it's just absolutely outrageous. This man is still in any position of power. It just goes to show how entrenched the deep state is. And I think that one of one of the breakout stars for me, we're going to bring in our, our good friend Justin Hart in a moment. I don't know how much he watched of of the hearing today, but one of my breakout stars today was Congressman Van Drew, who went on to say, I'm just an old country dentist. And he used the analogy of when you've got an abscess tooth, which is an infection that if it's not treated properly can lead to death. And he said that what what you have to do with an abscess is it, it takes a scalpel and you got to really dig and dig until you get it all out. And he said, that's what needs to happen from here. And one of the things that it, and the, the FBI just needs to be completely dismantled is basically what he was referring to. And he actually talked about, as well as Jim Jordan and others, about the assault on religious freedoms and, and how they were targeting the Catholics. Um, Justin Hart. Thank you for being here tonight, Hi, by friend. The way. Great
1: to be with you. Thanks Thank for having you. me tonight.
3: Um, did you happen to watch any of the hearing today? I did
1: a you good did. deal of it. Six—it's well, like five hours. Yeah, I got I got a few in there at least. What stood out to you? Well, I, I think just overall the tireless barrage. The fact that this guy wasn't weeping on the way out just shows he might be a soulless type of guy on the inside. I mean, when you go through the list, you got Chip Roy accusing him of handling the the biden and trump things differently in political veins you got jim jordan laying it down several times he brings up that religious issue where they had that uh, memo about the radical mm-hmm. traditional catholics whatever that means right then you had mm-hmm. troy Nell's talking about putting the priorities of the january 6th debacle over sex trafficking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. massey Brings up, you know, the the statements about the January six pipe bombs and how they're completely different from the before. Just absolute collusion. You had Getz who had one of the big drop downs there, and mm-hmm. he's just amazing, right? When
3: he read the text, the text message.
1: Yeah, Harriet Hageman is one of oh, my favorite because she talks about the big my, tech. Yeah, she talks about my thing, the censorship, right, yeah. where I was taken to task. Yeah, and so you know, I can't believe, first of all, how many issues there were to tackle them with. And second, I can't believe that he withstood that barrage because he—he's very deft at it. He's slick, right? Yeah,
3: I mean, how many times did he work in there when, it, when, for example, when he was talking about Hunter Biden and uh, the the disparate treatment between? Um, and in fact, uh, that reminds me of my breakout star, which is the quite handsome representative wesley hunt former west point graduate and military man talk about military bearing i mean i want that dude in a foxhole with me when things go south okay noted we don't have (laughs) we don't have time to play all of it we're gonna if you don't mind i'm gonna play a little bit maybe upwards of even two minutes um but i thought he was absolutely brilliant clip seven and then i want to get your reaction
6: A recent poll found that 37% of Americans have a positive view of the FBI. And that's from an NBC poll. I wouldn't exactly call that uh, right media propaganda. And I think I know why. Here's what the American people know and believe about the FBI today, sir. If you are a Trump, you'll be prosecuted. If you are a Biden, you'll be protected. And the American people that I represent are sick and tired Of this double standard. Mm -hmm. It seems like every single hearing that we have in this room, we talk about the two-tiered justice system of Biden's DOJ and the FBI. And as we were talking earlier, here we are again. President Trump endured an unprecedented raid at his home in Mar-a-Lago. President Biden's home, however, was respectfully browsed. Mm -hmm. President Trump is facing up to 400 years in federal prison for allegedly being in possession of classified documents he obtained as the commander in chief of these United States of America. And meanwhile, President Biden is facing no charges for the classified documents he had held at his time as a senator and a vice president, not the president of these United States of America. And last I checked, he had no legal authority to declassify those documents. Assuming President Trump was in possession of, said classified documents, would those documents be more secure, surrounded by Secret Service at Mar-a-Lago, or in a box, in a garage, behind your Corvette? No, answer to that question. <laughs> question for you, sir. What can you tell us about the status of the FBI's investigation of President Biden's classified documents found next to his Corvette in Delaware and those found at the Penn-Biden Center? Do we have an update on that, sir?
4: Uh, what I can tell you is that there is an ongoing special counsel investigation <laughs> blah, led blah. by Mr.
6: Robert Kerr, yeah. uh,
4: and we have FBI wah, wah, agents. Uh, wah, 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 Yeah, we can end it working. there,
3: Skins. Yeah,
1: it's like Charlie Brown's parents.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, hey,
1: that's the – I've, I've worked on Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. I've been in politics a good portion of my career.
3: Oh, I thought you had that, that, uh, Weasley Washington DC third party. Third party. (laughs) I
1: was, I was a vendor up on Capitol, but I know all these people, right? And here's the problem that we have with the federal government right now. He is basically, and this is my maybe kindest interpretation, he is the CEO of a company of 37,000 employees, okay? So he has a choice, right? He can either kind of kowtow to the people on Capitol Hill, shake his head who he's supposed to be beholden to, and the Constitution. But then when he goes back home, if he, if he sides with them, when he goes back to work, he's facing 37,000 people that don't like him. Right. So just like if you're the CEO of Netflix and they pressure you to put on this ridiculous shows that everyone doesn't so want. So you're
3: saying so you're saying that's my that my kindest the, interpretation. Well, um, I don't know that I agree with that. I don't know that I agree with that. I think that. Um, but let's say I, I, I'm not. So your point is yeah, he's is got that, he's got
1: to represent. All of his people, right? So if he's, actually, see, he, thinks he sees himself as the CEO no, rather see, than actually, the arbiter of the law, and that's why it's so detrimental.
3: I get, oh yeah, yeah. yeah he, that's views him, he views himself as a CEO when he's not correct. He's supposed, to, and, and in fact, somebody busted him today, and he said when uh, when I think it might have been Chip Roy when Chip Roy was blasting him for uh, the man who the pro life father Hoke, yeah. I think his name yes, was, yeah. and about how he had a SWAT team come in his home Crazy. and drag him out in front of his family. Even after through his attorney had already said that he would come in, and he was asked about you know uh, his his response to that. Well, I trust my people to do it. And what Chip and what Chip Roy said was, no, it's your job to question them because Correct. he works for the American people. He's not a CEO, and you know the. But that's the problem yeah. is that all of our institutions, and and that's why it galled me to no end to hear them constantly refer to him as a public servant because he's not working as a public servant he's serving the democrat party and that's why and the whole fbi is and one of the things i don't know if you noticed was when he was said well the american people don't trust the fbi well look I, I, the way i judge how good a job we're doing is all the job applicants this is we the, get
1: exactly and so you know dr fauci director collins of the nih rochelle walensky of the cdc all of them care about one thing. I'm the, CD, I'm the CEO of tens of thousands of employees, and I care more about them and CYA for everyone that's underneath me. They are all about CYA. That's where they're at. That's my kindest interpretation. It's It's awful. But that's where but, they're at. Well, they here's think themselves where to the C.I.O. Of. I don't think
3: that they care about the employees. When I say that the, that he looks at as though that that I've got all these job applicants, he's using yeah. that as a smokescreen to prop up that we must be okay. All these people want to work here. When it could be, yeah. which is crap. He doesn't care about his employees, or he wouldn't have mistreated the the whistleblowers like he did and left them out in the cold. It, what it, what he cares about is the institution and covering up the crimes of the Democrat Party. Yeah. That's who he's serving and furthering the democrat party by not just covering up their crimes but targeting and going after trump and i thought that representative hunt wrapped it up perfectly when he said when it in his thing about hunter biden he said hunter biden is like glitter he's all over everything right. and nothing's being done about it no. nothing's being done so i think that if, what if the american people paid attention today they would have seen that and and i and i have been critical of the fact that christopher ray was a bad hire but nobody, nobody knew he was a bad hire until we got into it. Where I fault Trump is that he should not now be saying it still remains to be seen on how good Christopher Ray is.
1: Right, you know. And, and, and Matt gets says, uh, you know, here I am in Florida, and then Ray says, well, there's a thousand people who want to apply for jobs in Florida. He says, I'm grateful for that. We love those people. They deserve better than you, that Director was a great, Ray. That, that was, was a great comeback. That line. was a
3: great line. But what we don't know is how many are our FBI agents yeah, that want right. to come in. Uh, um, because they love the idea of what the FBI is doing against being weaponized against the American people. That's scary to me. That he minus that's like the DOD saying, "No, we're great. Look how many trans people want to come and work for us." Right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. We're going to take a break. We come back. The one thing that did not come up in today's hearing was the and it was related to Eric Swalwell, who allowed was allowed to be in the hearing today, even though the FBI had covered up his relationship with a Chinese spy. And we're going to talk about that when we come back.
2: A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K., whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing my discussion with a friend, Justin Hart, who's in the studio with me here. One of the things that didn't come up today, Justin, mm. in this hearing, was the revelations that came out today, being reported by Just the News, that and this is new information. Now we all knew that Diane Feinstein had a Chinese operative working with her. Correct. We also knew the Swalwell who had the, who was sitting on the committee today with the FBI yeah. in front with Christopher Wray, you know, ex- excoriating Jim Jordan had his little girlfriend, Fang Fang. Right. What's being reported today is that the FBI had both of them talking about FISA warrants was what was looking at both of them because both uh, Fang Fang and Feinstein's. Uh, Assistant Russell Lowe were co optees of the Chinese Ministry of State Security, which is the Chinese Communist Party's intelligence and secret police agency, response for foreign intelligence and counter uh, intelligence operations worldwide. And they were specifically interacting with, going back and reporting, both these people were, on their conversations, like with Feinstein, on. uh, they were going in and having meetings uh, with Chinese officers at the Chinese consulate. They were reporting back on uh, everything basically related to Feinstein and what was going on with Chinese policy, etc., And the FBI was wanting to continue, obviously, to investigate, knowing that Swalwell was in a relationship with her. Yeah. So here's what happened. So here's how Nancy Pelosi got the FBI to shut down these investigations. And they did. She went to the FBI and said, "Um, we need to give defensive briefings to Swalwell and Feinstein, citing their key positions on the House intel Uh. committees. And after the defensive briefings, the investigation stopped. Well, this is, this
1: is the thing. So Swawil was cleared by the Ethics Committee in the House in May, just a month or two ago, of any wrongdoing, right? And this is very typical of the FBI and this leftist operation, who basically mm-hmm. will drag their feet, drag their feet, drag their feet. This is going on three, four years now, maybe five years since this stuff actually happened. And, of course, we know that our good senator from California here is nowhere in her mind. And so it doesn't – You know, everyone's like, really? Just move on. It doesn't matter anymore. And this is very typical. They'll just drag it out Mm -hmm. until no one cares and it can't get the headlines to get them in trouble. And that's all they do. So no one will open this up again, just like they're doing with the Hunter Biden laptop. We've already cleared. We've already made the deal. You can't try him again.
3: Well, that plea deal hasn't been accepted yet, and it may not. Here, this is a story, and I don't know why nobody in the Republican Party brought this up today, that Dianne Feinstein's Guy Lowe was believed to have discussed, this according to Just the News, a number of topics with Chinese intel officers, including U.S. policy, politics, international politics, U.S.-China relations, political views, China-related controversies such as currency manipulation. The FBI was was told to withdraw their their, um, fight a request. So here we had all this discussion today about the illegal use and the bad use of FISA applications applications against innocent Americans, yet nobody brings up today that the FBI dropped their FISA applications into Chinese operatives working, sleeping with Swalwell and working for Diane Feinstein. No, why wasn't this brought up today, the, Justin? This
1: is very difficult for these guys. to so Stomach this. I tell you, I had the same problem yesterday with the select committee on COVID when they had our neighbor right here Mr. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, that is uh, the Dr. Anderson, Christian Anderson, mm-hmm. who's here at Scripps. We can look out our windows right here and see his offices oh, right yeah. near us. Anyways, so he's up on the hot seat, and the guys on the committee who are super bright don't know what to ask him necessarily. And I think it's because, look, there's so much going after. They just barrage them and they get confused. That's my kindest interpretation, but um, a lot of these places, even through all the heat that Ray got... They still they can't do anything about it. It's just it's just headlines and YouTube videos, right? What's going to happen? I don't. That's what I'm confused about, right? It's like lots of great clips, lots of great little snippets that I can put on Twitter. It gets a lot of engagement, but what comes of it?
3: Well, hopefully, what can come of it is is the American people actually getting a, 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 a just a continued flavor for how deep and wide and, and expansive. The weaponization of our government is. It should be revelations to the American people today how they are going to Bank of America, getting records without warrants on That's innocent crazy. Americans for their for you know gun purchases and other purchases, and how they're just dragging information. Before I let you go, um, you mentioned interpretation. I need you to interpret yes. a Biden clip for me. Oh, maybe maybe no, you can speak Biden oh, and I w- help I will. Let's do it. Okay, skins, please play clip eight.
5: Soon, later will
0: be the thirty second. Free-standing, have free 33 32 free-standing members standing together to defend our people on our territory
1: wow this is really you know uh, i'll tell you what this means let me interpret it for okay, you okay please governor newsom running for president <laughs> before <laughs> the fall maybe i mean this is this is crazy when you you when you put it all together how, how can you let this guy run again?
3: But then what are they going to do? Because then, I mean, help me through the transition to know. him. Because they can't keep him on the ticket a, a, no. until 2024. But then they got this, which is <laughs> clip six. No. Uh, okay, let's go with this. Oh, no. And I think the first... Part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning.
1: So Someone so taught her about it. so the machine
3: is taught. No. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine... And, and we can predict then if we think about what machine, what information is going in, <laughs> what then. Will be produced in terms of decisions and
1: opinions uh, that may be made through what that. Is process. Going, you, know, look, you know, this is my so, forte, right? I do this for my I, day I know, job. Right? And it pains me when I hear her talk about this way. So,
3: but, but I mean, getting back to Gavin Newsom, I mean, yeah. y- you know, you see him, George, I mean, King George has to lead him around by the nose. I mean, he doesn't know where he is, but he can't make it another year until the Eli. He can't I, make it through enough. Know. But they, they can't have, Camilla step in as, as P
1: we have so many issues on both sides of the <laughs> Can we just start over here? Let's just rewind the clock. I don't Can I know. get a
3: time machine and go back uh, to, you yeah. know, another time and place? Where would you go back? If you could get a time machine, what what part of American history, where would you go?
1: Oh, 1830s for sure. I'd want to see. Why but, the 1830s? Oh, the great reawakening of the, the you know, sort of the, the American dream there. This was uh, the big revival. Myself, I'm a member of the LDS Church. That's when it was founded. Would have been loved to be part of that pioneer spirit coming across West and everything. Lots of exciting Here, times. There
3: was no air conditioning. Was that, there was no telephone. Do we even have the light bulb at that point? Oh, uh, brilliant. Man, I got it. I've got to have some comforts, man. Okay, I got to go back to a place in time where well, we just had some bring, comforts. Bring those
1: with you in the time machine. I,
3: you know, I just want to go back to the nineties. Okay. I just want to as bad what? as, as bad as, as much as I couldn't stand Bill Clinton. He was actually so conservative compared to the Democrat party today. <laughs> and I yeah. love the music from the nineties. Um, The most I would want to go back is maybe the 70s because I love me some disco. Um wow. I loved yeah. you know, I didn't like the bell bottoms and the polyester. Um, but I the T V was really good back in the seventies.
1: Although I'm an eighties you know? guy, so I, I would have gone back to the eighties, 90s What do you like about the
3: eighties? The shoulder pads, man, no, the bad hair dudes. San
1: Francisco 49ers, the Oakland A's, everything in the Bay Area man, was fantastic. The New
3: Orleans Saints were nowhere. People, we, we uh, were wearing bags, man. I don't, wanna, I don't wanna I don't want to go back to the eighties. Go <laughs> west, young woman. Go west. Tell everybody how to hear your show quickly. Oh, you
1: can catch me uh 20 a.m. on Sundays here, KCBQ, the Justin Hart Show.
3: All right. Thank you for being here. You guys Thanks. stay tuned. We got another hour coming up. Financial Thought Doctor will be with us next.